Sorry, thank you for your patience. Sorry, thank you for your patience. Hold on, I just I'm just gonna back up. It's me. I'm gonna turn myself off. Oh, Greg's on here. Okay, Greg's there. As if, uh, good evening. Uh, we're going to start the Franklin Board of Health uh, Wednesday, March 6th at 5.06 p.m. As a preliminary matter, this is Bridget Sweet. Permit me to confirm that all members in person that participated in the agenda are present and can hear me. Uh, Jeff Harris? Here. Uh, Tim Cochran? Here. Uh, myself, Bridget Sweet. Uh, Kathleen Liberty? Here. Ginny? Uh, Here. Alicia? Here. Okay. Um, good evening. This open meeting and public hearing of the Franklin Board of Health is being conducted in a hybrid model, which means this meeting is convening in both person and via conference via Zoom. Please note this meeting will be recorded and remember to mute your phone or computer when you are not actively speaking. Please let us know if you have questions by raising your hand via the Zoom function. And Madam Chair, I think you said March. Did I say March? I made us March? Oh, it's April. Sorry. Thank you, sir. It is April. Thank you. I'm glad someone's off. It's been a day. Um, so this April 6th meeting of the Franklin Board of Health. All right. Um, so the first item on the agenda is the minutes. Um, we did receive the minutes via electronic copy earlier in the week. Jeff or Tim, any comments, questions, concerns on the minutes that we received for review? No, not for me. Not for me. Is there a motion to accept the minutes as submitted? I make a motion to accept the minutes as Is there a second? Second the motion. All right, we'll do a roll call vote. All in favor? Aye. Oh, wait, you can't do that. Sorry, roll call vote would be Jeff. Aye. Tim? Aye. And the chair votes yes. So all in favor to accept the minutes of the March 2nd, 2022 Board of Health meeting. Um, the next item on the agenda, I go right to you, Kathleen. Uh, 12 admins, Title 5. Do you want to stay in this order based on who's on? Is that okay? Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Thank you. Um, Craig? Oh, there you are. Okay. Do you want me to give them a little history or you just want to you wanna talk about what's going on? With the yeah, it won't, it won't take me too long. Um, I'll just keep it short and sweet. Um, so we're working on a septic system upgrade. Actually, Craig, hold on one second. I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, Tim, you can hear, right? And Greg, Leach, yeah, can you yeah, hear? I can hear everyone. Thank you. So not only Lisa is having the, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, go ahead, Greg. Sorry about that. Um, okay, so I'm here with the owners, uh, the owner for uh, 12 admins, uh, Greg Leach, and then also um, the neighbor, uh, Greg Manis, I believe, on my memory. Um, That's correct, Manis. Yep, and um, so we're working on a, a septic upgrade at 12 Edmonds, and um, currently the, the hose was built in, uh, I believe, 1993, early 90s, 92, 93, uh, and there was, there's an existing um, pit and septic tank and pit, and then also a, a reserve area in the front yard. Um, 
So that was shown on the existing uh, septic system uh, plans from 1992. And so we're trying to um, utilize the existing <coughs> reserve area by doing a park test there and then putting the, the upgraded um, leaching area there. And what we noticed um, is that there was a, a well from the neighbor at 10 Edmonds um, within 100 feet of that. Um, all the houses are on uh, town water in this area. And we assume it's a uh, irrigation well, which um, currently is just being used as an irrigation well. Um, so uh, I just asked for a verification from that from from the owner, the the neighbor, and um, we've been in contact. And and he had said that um, that's what he uses it for. But he also um, said that when he got it drilled, um, it uh, he was also um, under the impression that it could someday be used as a potable water well. Um, so I just asked if he had any records and I looked at um, up the Board of Health um, and there was no records at the Board of Health board either. Um, and um, so that's all, that well is within 100 feet of the reserve area and, and also within 100 feet of the existing uh, septic system at uh, 12 Edmonds. So I just wanted to get the, uh, the board's opinion on it. And um, if any of the, 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 the uh, two homeowners wanted to say anything, you know, that I might have missed or got, got something a little bit um, incorrect in that. They can, you know, certainly just jump right in. Thanks, Greg. Thank you, Greg. Um, yeah. So if I may, um, to the chair, I, I did speak with Wade yeah. about this, this situation. Um, and his, what Wade said was, and I told, and actually told the owner this, is that it is an irrigation well, and it's within our setbacks are 25 feet to the leach field and 10 to the tank. And so, as is the irrigation well, it's within its setbacks and appropriate. So, that's actually what we said. That's what I told the owner. And just so you know a little bit about the background of this, um, Greg and I didn't have a conversation about it. Greg, very fun of it. Thank you. So, um, but then he asked to come here, and I thought, you know what, that's fine. I wouldn't deny that. So, anyways, to the chair. So, okay. Um, do either of the Gregs, Greg one or Greg two, have any comment or anything else to add before the board has additional questions? I don't have anything to add. Greg one, Greg two. Uh, no, nothing to add. Okay, and then the uh, um, Tim. No, I don't have any questions right now. Thank you. Jeff? No, it's, I just, uh, it's right now it's it's used just for irrigation or it's it's a well that's has, it's been abandoned for a long time. Is that what it is? No, no it's just for irrigation. irrigation. It's just for irrigation. Yeah, it's, it's an operating well. We use it for irrigation. When we did drill it, uh, the well contractor said you can set this up for uh, home use if you ever wanted to. At that time, we weren't fully aware of the reserve tank and uh, the 100-foot setback. But at this time, it is strictly irrigation, so there are no issues on our front. Okay. So you're totally fine with it, it status quo? And if you wanted to go to potable, you'd have to do all the E. coli testing and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. No, uh, we just want to do everything right by the board, so we're good to go. I'm good. Do you have nothing else? 
So as long as you know everyone's in, in the same concurrence, I'm, I'm fine with that. And like you said, Kathleen, it does already meet the standards for irrigation, which would be different than a, a potable drinking well, so I'm fine. I'm good. Um, is there a motion to be made saying that they support? I mm. think, Greg, would we consider this a... I would well, we wouldn't even consider this a variance because it is. I would just vote it in though, just because it came yeah. before and it was on the agenda. And that way, three years from now, when it comes up again, there was a discussion and it was sort of captured. Would okay. be my recommendation. So it wouldn't be a variance, but just that. Um, how about in concurrence with the setbacks as an irrigation well? And if this were to become a potable drinking water well, this will be revisited at a future date. We'll just leave it at that. So maybe a vote doesn't need to happen. We just captured on that, on that type of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't think Sam, are you good with that? As a as a, it's an irrigation well, this is fine. But should this uh, be used for a potable water well in the future, um, additional setbacks may be required and or water frequency testing or water sampling on a regular basis. Yeah, I think that, I think for, for those purposes, making sure that that's on the record and documented in, the, in our meeting notes, it would be sufficient as a record there. Attorney General's office, building, fire, police, health, um, all went out and conducted an inspection. Um, and we issued an order letter um, to West Central Street Realty Trust on January 12, 2022. So that was the order. Um, a reinspection was conducted, um, and none of the violations on the order to correct letter were aided. Um, and this was the picture. Last, this is a picture of um, the reinspection of the rear of the property. But there's also three sleeping bags on the floor in there. So, um, the one of the owners, I believe, Diane, who's here tonight, Diane, Diane Padula. Um, we spoke on the phone regarding um, the letter. So, let me back up. I'm sorry. So, because the reinspection showed no, none of the violations were abated. On March 7th, I wrote a letter to West Central Street Realty Trust asking them to come to the board health meeting tonight because I figured we need to look at a time frame similar to 27 Winter Street. Um, and not to mention the Attorney General's office is involved in this one where it wasn't of 27 Winter Street, it was more up to you. Um, so anyways, Diane was kind enough to send a, an email to me um, on March 22nd um, so that saying that they're being proactive and reaching out to excavation companies, obtaining proposal costs to take the building down. Depending on upon what we uh, receive, we will determine how we will move forward. Until then, the building, we will secure the building, put um, placards and no trespassing signs up, as well as to continue to maintain the property as best as we can. Um, they're hoping to secure the property by the end of April. So Diane's here tonight. Um, and you can ask her some questions, but I think that it's just when an order letter goes out and we state that there's, uh, you know, violations, 
certainly one like this where it's open and there are sleeping bags in there and it's structurally unsound that I think that the end of April is just a little, at this point, now we've still got a couple more weeks, is a little irresponsible to leave it like that. So I'll give Diane five, ten minutes because we're running a little late tonight, if that's okay with you, so you guys can ask her questions, give a time frame, etc. When was the reinspection? The Order 1109 the reinspection was conducted? Um, I think March 6th. So there was a good amount of time between the order, the reinspection, and nothing had been done to date. I think Gus asked, Gus, the building commissioner asked for, uh, they're not, he didn't ask for professional placards, so there's just X marks yes, all yes. over, not particular uh, placard. Yeah. Right. So again, the floor is yours. Hi, I'm How are Denise. You? I'm Denise. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, that's okay. What, you're Diane, right? No, no I'm not. Denise. Denise. Oh, Denise, I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay. Um, so I, where did, where is the notices getting mailed to? Because I have not seen the letter that you're speaking of. West Central, well, I know Diane has it. West Central Street Realty Trust, care of Denise DePedro, 23 Spruce Pond Road in Franklin. Okay, that, so Diane has received it. I have not even seen a copy of it. Okay. So I am sorry about that. Um, yeah, we've, we've been talking with Gus. We have the placards all made up. We've been trying to keep the building secure so that people are not going into it. And we do have the placards ordered to be put on the, uh, the building. Yes. We didn't realize they needed to be official placards and that the X's would be fine. I think that was a miscommunication, but we have those and we can put them on the building at any point in time. Um, we just wanted to make sure that they are exactly where they're supposed to be located on the building. Gus has an idea of where he wants them, so we're trying to get together with him to do that. Is the place all sealed up now? Is it We've had people down there. So uh, um, that was another question. I don't know how they, how do they enter into the building? The we don't attorney enter. general's office. Oh, no one enters. We, don't, so we don't answer. We just do a, 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 an inspection around property. Okay. Yeah, we would never enter. This is the visual that someone could access in. Oh, so they cut it open. No, we, they didn't. That was open. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, Somebody. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 There's actually literally three sleeping bags in there. So whatever. All right. So yeah, we've been. Try I mean, um, we've been trying to keep it secure. So again, if it hasn't been done. I know we've hired people to go down there to take care of it again. Um, I will look into it tomorrow um, and see what needs to get completed. Whether or not there's piece, whether or not we need to plywood it up again, um, and secure it and put the placards up. So, but long term, um, we are trying to um, sell the property. Is what we're what we're our plans are to do. Okay. Um, have you received? Oh, Madam Chair, if I may. Yeah, then. Have you received the um, soft demand letter from the Attorney General's office? Again, um, I have not seen it. Okay. So what happens is the Attorney General, Assistant Attorney General comes out with us and conducts the inspection with us and all the other relevant departments. And if it's if the Board of Health order to correct letter is ignored and then this the uh, demand letter is ignored, then we, we can petition the courts to have a receiver come and bring the, the building up to minimum standards, even if it's owned. 
right? And so even if there's an owner, not like a foreclosed property with a bank. Gotcha. So having you here is more of a, to let you know what could happen if, if this building is not brought up to the standards. And I can get you the order to correct letter if you haven't seen it. I know Diane has it. And it actually discusses what needs to be done to the property in order for us to be satisfied and not move forward, forward to housing. Okay. So um, I'll be more than happy to do that. If you could just, um, I'll give you my card if you could just email I, me. I believe, yeah, I do have your email. Okay. I have the copies of your letters going back and forth, Diane. So, so you have seen the order to correct letter? Or no, no, I've seen the, 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 the recent ones of okay. the meeting. So let me send the, that to you, just so you're all on the same page and can come to, I feel like come to a decision together as you know as co-owners but um, to back to the chair you know if, i don't know if you want to say more i just want to know is there any kind of timetable set up as as of yet to anything mm -hmm. here well it should have already been done so when we send the order letter out he gave um the owners um, uh, um let me see here five or more days and so that was back in January so I think maybe if we treat it like 27 Winter Street would be more of a time frame I, I definitely accept that yeah Tim I just like yelling your name you know why <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah I think we need I think the uh, my recommendation would be that the board set up a timeline for a status updates um, and, and a final deadline for uh, a confirmed plan of action. Um, I'd be open to hearing what the, the health director's recommendation is for what's a reasonable timeline um, given the, the nature of the necessary remedial action of the property. What do you think is a realistic timeline for, for change here, Kathleen? Oh, me? Well, I would say no later than the end of May. I, I, I'd say seeing that it's gone on so long like this, I, I would say, you know, the middle of May. Middle of May. Put a fire under somebody to... The next the next board of health meeting? Yeah, because it seems like whoever is in charge of this thing is, doesn't really care. Why don't we give... Denise the opportunity to talk to Diane because it seems like you guys are a little bit you don't have the soft demand letter yet right you haven't seen some of these orders yet right yeah so um, I think it'd behoove you to sit down with her and to look at all the documentation that you have to date and try to plot something out and if you could get a response back in writing to Kathleen by the end of this week of what you hope to achieve um, I think the end of May is probably a little bit, my only concern with setting such a short deadline is that we're still feeling the effects of uh, the pandemic and getting a contractor or getting uh, labor is not as easy as we might think it is. And I would hate to, to create an additional problem just based on, on that alone. But if you are being serious, and I think part of the challenge is that Again, January 12th to March 7th, nothing has been done. It just looks like you guys didn't do anything. Right. Um, so I think that if you can try to sit down, well, it's already the end of the week, right? What day is it? It's all on Monday. It's Wednesday. Um, but if you can meet with Diane, um, Diane, because you're Denise. Sorry, I said it so many times. 
um, and get some information out early next week and then and Kathleen can send it all back to us we can at least review it and discuss it again at the next meeting for a firm a firmer timeline like I think we need you to move forward but I think yeah. it's unreasonable for you to have it all done by the, the by the next meeting so you want me to have a timeline of what I'm going to get done by Friday no by next week by, okay by next week yeah meet with Kathleen next week have those lot but I want it to be like specific not like oh yeah this whole thing will be done by May 18th because we know that's not reasonable so look at the exact orders to correct because they're all spelled out right Kathleen yes so there are all those different buckets that give you opportunities to correct and figure out the ones that are going to be the most difficult and tackle those first okay and then just talk to whoever you whoever I mean this can't be your only property right well, it's the only one that we're looking to sell at the moment. But I just mean, yeah, so just talk to Diane and figure out who you can get in there as fast, and then figure out what are the most risk risk adverse. We're, we're the, having a hole like that is a challenge for no, us. Yeah, yeah. So yes. figure out what those pieces are with Gus and Kathleen, and then she'll send it all back to us. And if we think it's totally unreasonable and that you're just looking for the moon, and the next meeting we'll, we'll discuss it further and, and say that it's just not working, working. I mean, we're not here to be like the... We don't want to be unreasonable, but we also want to make sure things are getting done as best they can. Yep. And, and two, we don't want to drag into court and receive no. and all of that. So, you know what I mean? So, it will be good to work together. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, if you can so meet much. with Diane this week, yep. So get all, she can send you all the happy order letters and all that stuff, and then you guys can kind of work on that time frame next week. Kathleen can share it all with us as the board collectively, and then she can let us know if she's if she thinks that it's totally not reasonable. We'll have another meeting and just say we need you to do it sooner. And if she thinks it's reasonable, we'll support her recommendation as well. Okay. Tim. That works for me. Jeff. Perfect. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming. Appreciate oh, you're welcome. It. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry we were late. Well, I was late with the bad technology. Um, watch you sit? Want any more watch you sit? This is a doozy. Oh. Okay. So you got in your packet. Oh, um, Tim, you don't you don't have this in your packet. Um, but I, I can show it to you anyway. So, oh my gosh. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Never mind. Um, all right. So, the owner of 194 Watch Houston Street has a keeper of the animal firm. And so what she did was, without pulling a permit, which would have generated our keeper of the animal regulation setbacks, she built a 50-foot coop, chicken run, wood frame, pergola, 50 feet, and not meeting our setbacks, which are 25 feet and 25 feet. Not to mention, she's a foot over into the Housing Authority's land property. I have, so Gus has talked to her, the building commissioner. I sent a letter um, stating that on a parcel under five acres, any related structure shall be to the rear of the property's primary building and at least 25 feet from side and rear property lines. So basically, she hasn't pulled a permit to, to build the structure. She hasn't met our regulation setbacks and has not responded to this letter. So 
um, it's it's a problem, especially where the housing authority. So it, and then I guess uh, to top it all off, I talked to Jamie today. The housing authority is replacing the fence that's behind that chicken coop, which is going to run right into the chicken coop. So I've also asked to have it removed, or um, I ordered to remove or move the structure. That's so that it's in compliance with our chapter 193-4. So and then if you do not remove or move the structure, so that it is in compliance. Your keeper of the animal permit may be revoked. Be revoked. Um, so, I mean, we, you know, I said to the building commissioner, listen, we can move houses, right? Even if there's footings there, I mean, you can move this thing. And she's not willing to respond to my email, I mean, my letter, and she's not responding to the building commissioner. Is it certified now? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the building commissioner sends anything certified, but I know he's been at the property. I did not go on the property because I had already sent this letter out and I felt like it was redundant, not, not appropriate. Right? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, so um, it's so at this point because she didn't respond, she hasn't moved it, removed it. She has a permit for all these chickens, and it's on the housing authority's property. That I will bring it to you again. <laughs> it's a doozy. <laughs> um, any complaints on the file? Uh, not for, not to the health department per se. The building commissioner came to me about it. Did he, does he have complaints from either residents or housing authority? Housing or people authority. The housing authority, ha housing authority has complained about the structure yes. or the, and the animals, one or the other, both, structure. all the above? As far as I know, structure, I know um, Lisa Audet's on and she has spoken to Gus about something else that I don't know about. Um, Lisa, please feel free to speak up. Um, but it is. Can um, you actually hear? Yeah. Oh, we can hear you now. Look at that. Okay, so um, the chicken coop, the chicken run is built on our property, and um, my board wants to be sure that the resident is held to abide by the town laws and setback rules and um, and the limits on the number of chickens. At the Housing Authority, we've gotten numerous complaints from residents about roosters there and we've worked through it, you know, the tenant, um, the, the resident at Unwatchuka Street has disposed of, you know, brush and who knows what else over the fence over time. We've tried to be a good neighbor. Um, and since the microburst last year, we, um, one of the other neighbors' trees fell on our fence in her chicken run, which was already in violation, but it was far enough away from the fence. We didn't want to cause any problems. Um, so we let it be, but um, this new building is built right over the property line and the roof is well over the property line. Um, we pretty much don't have access to our fence or even to even to replace the fence. Further, we don't want to assume that anybody has open access to our property um, for liability reasons. Um, you know, there's, there's hard feelings now here and we don't really feel like we should be in the middle of it. We think that the town should really uh, make them abide by the town rules. So 
we won't have a problem at all if that happens. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Um, I think the only challenge from our perspective right now is that the complaints went to you and not to the health department. Um, so it's hard, I mean, obviously the overhang, all that stuff we will address, but older complaints of a rooster and too many chickens, those are a problem. Um, so moving forward, we'll definitely make sure that we look through the files to see if they have ever come through here, but those should definitely come here um, as well because we can't we can't act on um, the rooster's gone. The rooster is really gone, gone. Yeah. Okay, good because roosters are never allowed. <laughs> no roosters, Lisa. No. Okay. Um, all right. Well, um, this looks like it's going to be a really good time with Mark Sorrell. Because I don't know how. It's already been to Janie's office. Okay. He left it to, uh, so when I met about it, I said, you know, I can't not not know about this. Yeah. So he said, take it, take it. I guess the challenge now is though with the non-responsiveness of the owner. Yeah. Um, is that a housing court or is it a nuisance where it goes to DEP? Like who is the next, well, where do the teeth come from? Other than removing us, the, because we have a regulation, right? But if she's not responding to anything, well, if you—that's why I'm looking for an order, like a, a true order that you that you must remove it, replace it, do whatever. Oh we yeah, can. we can add that first and then bring in. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I just All right. or just mirror what I've sent her that you know she if she doesn't do this by a specific amount of time, then she's going to have her permit revoked. What's a reasonable amount of time when she's already had? Same as, what do you think is reasonable? Two weeks. The Two weeks to April. start the process? The end of April to start the process and get that. So the, the contractor is did this without pulling a permit as well. So, But so that's something that Gus can follow up on and is, work with the is. contractor and prohibit XYZ in the future, right? But she's going to have to get someone to move that back and okay. be in compliance with the setbacks or else. Why don't we make the contractor move it? He built it. Exactly. So she needs to hire I mean, someone he, to move it. He yeah. should have known he was, he can't just build something without he looking at the permit. The, place, so. the permit would have generated the regulation, right? Because zoning, remember we changed yep. it, so we mirror zoning now. Right. So. Right. Well, Gus can Gus can push that issue, I think, with, with the contractor. He is. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Tim, anything else before I read a little blurb and then we figure out how to word a fancy motion? No. Okay. Okay. So, the exact code that is in violation is Chapter 193-4, um, which was it, yeah, our internal keeper of the animals regulation. And here, this installed building does not meet the regulations and is also extending upon someone else's property. Therefore, it is my recommendation that we come together with an order to remove the structure so that it was in compliance with a period of time not to exceed two weeks. Um, Tim or Jeff, any, any motion or any other thing to add to that? I think that's oh. that's fine. Two weeks is plenty. Sorry, Nick. Um, Go ahead. Just think, um, Bridget, I'm just um, thinking 
procedurally do we have to invite the owner to the board of health meeting before we issue an order for them to no no because what? when kathleen does inspection no we okay. don't have to invite them and they were already they were i mean they could have been invited and chosen not to attend um, and when they get this order letter, it will say in the bottom, if you are aggrieved, you're, you're able to contact, and it's already on the letters that she's received. Okay. Um, so that's something that if she wants to come to our main meeting, that's fine too. Um, but we don't, we, we're not obligated to have her in. Um, typically the understanding is that when you pull the permit and you, you have the permit, it's your expectation that you will follow the regulations of the permit and failure to do so will have your permit revoked. Right. So we're not obligated to. Um, obviously, if she wanted to, we would absolutely hear the whole situation and, and continue to, to revisit it. But um, where it's not on their property and it's extending onto someone else's property and creating additional challenges and opportunities for the housing authority, I do think it needs to be addressed. That's absolutely no. I, I agree it needs to be addressed. I just want to make sure that as the, as as president, the board is doing it procedurally correct so that um, that any order that's issued is, uh, no. is effective. Yeah, and, and also just to, if I could add, Tim, um, the letter that I mailed on March 9th, um, if she was agreed by this order, she could request a uh, hearing, and within okay. seven days, she hasn't, so. Okay, thank, thank you for this. Uh, Seems like she doesn't really care anyways. <laughs> well, yeah. Hard sell. No. So is there a, is there a motion? to have the pergola either removed or set back to be within compliance of 193-4? I make a motion. Is there a second? Second the motion. Okay. All in favor, Tim? Yes. Jeff? Yes. Okay, the chair votes yes. Okay. One more closing, and then I'll ask you guys for that. I get you involved with this. <laughs> whatever you need, boss. Whatever you need. Real quick. Um, oh, no, 71 A and B North Street update. Um, you asked for an update um, for tonight. I only heard from Attorney Padula. Um, they are all set with estimates. Both sides have estimates for removal. The problem is, is their um, the the other side, 71A, I believe, um, is having a problem with splitting the cost of the removal. Not my problem. Um, so, again, I guess I'm just looking for a time frame of what they have to come to terms and get this over with, or else, again, we'll go to housing court. That's which is fine with me too. I don't, you know, I don't mind going to housing court over it. What do they have? The burn, the, the, the No, what did we give them originally for a time frame? To come here tonight with an update. And they didn't come at all. They did one side gave an update and one side didn't. Right. I, I am here. Oh, you are. I apologize. I raised my hand. Oh. Look at you following the rules and we just don't care today. How's that? You, you have to have a chicken coop. Sorry. Um, have that. What do you got for us, sir? All right. Uh, first of all, I represent Jerry Waller, which is the other side. Um, there was never a dispute about splitting costs, ever. Um, in fact, we proposed it four months ago. So we finally got a estimate from the other side. Part of the problems we had is we had three other contractors come who just did not give estimates. We, 
they came and you know we contacted them we contacted them again and we contacted them again so at this point we got two estimates we're going to go with the lowest one we're just trying to figure out what the differences are in the contract between the scope to okay. see if there's a difference in the scope um, we also have a separate issue with the land court the land court has ordered a survey to be done um, a part of the structure that's i believe being done this week so we're most likely going to be trying to get on the schedule for a demolition um, within the next couple weeks and then we will know what date that is um, but there's been no lack of cooperation from Walder's side for the record that that's and they're both saying that to the right. I, I, yes. I mean, I, I have I have email records if the board really wishes to see them, um, because it's been very documented on my side. I'm, I don't have two attorneys, or my client doesn't have two attorneys working, and he just has me. So, um, no, and I deal with, was, with all due respect, I said that I just, um, you know, with, with all due respect, when I say that both sides are saying the same thing to me. So, um, and I can only give that information to the board. Um, so, and thank you very much for showing up and, and letting us know this. Uh, to the chair, I mean, you can maybe just, you know, decide whether, let me know in two weeks if they got someone to excavate or, or however you want to handle it. I just don't want this to keep going on. So you are, uh, um, sorry, uh, Attorney Wilkin, you're saying that, that you're, you're working through that in the next couple weeks, you will be in the schedule to be demoed, is that what you're? we are we are working through the contracts now so we've um i got the formal proposal from his contractor okay. on monday or friday um this just in the past week we had sent ours um about a month ago to him and you know we just because one of them includes something and one of the others it, it means it's something different and so we want to make sure you know that we're, we're getting the lowest bid I talked to the assistant attorney general's office as well. Um, they're on, I, you know, from my impression, anyways, they're on board and understanding with, you know, we got the land court issue, and then we're going to take care of this issue, and it's going to be done. Okay. Um, you know, there's some collateral insurance issues that they don't think it's a teardown for some reason, so we've been sending them your letters. Um, yeah. So, is that helping? Us sending our letters. Uh, I'm having to engage a second attorney who's an insurance um, specialist attorney, and we may have to go after them. But I believe that it costs us demolition. And my client can pay for it out of the other proceeds he's received um, in terms of, you know. Well, any, other, any documents that I could provide to help, just let me know. We'll do. We'll do. But yeah, as I said, it's. What we anticipate is engaging into a contract with the contractor within the next couple of weeks. Okay, can you just let Kathleen know as soon as that happens and we'll expect an update in the May meeting? Tim, mm -hmm. anything else? Thank you. Tim, do you have anything else to add to that? Do you think that's reasonable? No, I'm all set. Thank you. Jeff? Good. All set. All right. Um, thank you. And um, so. Our, uh, Matt's not here tonight. He's at a conference, and Cassia is um, out of grandmother pass, so she's at a funeral. And but we have Alicia here to give her nurse report. Hi everyone. So we had another COVID-19 vaccine clinic um, for ages 5 to 11 on March 16th at the Franklin Senior Center. We vaccinated 16 more kids. 
I also, um, last week on March 30th, was able to go out to a few people's houses that are homebound in the town and give them their um, boosters as well. So that was really nice. Um, COVID cases, I put some graphs on there for you guys to see. Um, I did this data from the end of the month, uh, March 31st. Total cases for March of 2022, 169 versus 176 in February. Um, it shows the breakdown in the age ranges. And then below, I also did per week since January, which is when we had the extremely high amounts. And as you can see, it's been pretty steady from February and into March. Um, Also, we went to Central Park um, Terrace at the Housing Authority where I've done blood pressure and blood sugar clinics there. Um, I did one on the March 2nd, and I didn't ask the nurse where people could come and talk to me about medications, any questions that they had on the 9th of March. And we did a self-care bingo on March 16th. It was really fun. We actually had a good turnout. We're going to be doing it again next month in April. I want to say on the 20th. Um, influenza, uh, we've had 42 confirmed cases and suspected cases from like August time all the way up until this year. I finally was able to complete the foundations course for the local public health practice. That was like 35 <laughs> like trainings I had to do. Um, meetings in March, I went to the BNNG, so that's the Bristol Norfolk Networking March meeting. They do one every month. It's a great way to go out and meet other people in the community, see what they can do um, with helping with um, different things. Like we, there was like a hospice nurse there, how to help people um, get services in their houses. A whole bunch of people, uh, different people came, so that was great. And I'm still continuing doing all the bi-weekly local boards of health webinars. I've also been working on some trainings. One of them that I'm really excited about is for Lyme disease. We're already seeing new cases of Lyme disease popping up in the system. So I'm developing some materials right now to do trainings at the Franklin Library and the Senior Center. Awesome. Yeah, thank I you. Do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, and just one other new business, I just got this in today, um, the Notice of Aerial lar lar Larval Control Application. Um, these applications will be conducted over a likely two to four day window, lasting only two days, anytime between April 12th and April 29th, and always remember weather is um, unpredictable, so this these dates may change, but um, anyhow, this will be posted on our website if anyone has any other questions about that. Okay. All right, so um, Bridget had to walk out, so that's it's left up to you to close us up. I'm here. I'm here. That's me. Can, Bridge, you want to watch out to close out, adjourn? Yeah, Jeff, Jeff can go around and um, okay. can, can call that motion to adjourn. I make a motion to adjourn. Do I have a second? Tim, second? Second. Okay, can you roll call vote, Jeff? Yes. Bridget, please say yes. And, oh wait, I cut you off, Tim, sorry. Uh -huh. Go ahead again, sorry. Jeff? We'll take yes. Tim? Yes. Okay. Jeff? Yes. Okay. Bridget? Yes. Okay. Jeff? Yes. Okay. Bridget? Yes. Okay. Jeff?
producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. And by the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.